With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello listeners, welcome to the FYP podcast. It's a hungover podcast. <laughs> it's a hungover for a good reason, though, because uh, Crystal Palace... It can't open again. It, it might. It might. Uh, this, this hangover is 26 years in the making, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the next hangover of this mac and cheese is going to be in a lot of years' time. Yeah. Can't even work it out. Lads, Crystal time. Palace, Crystal Palace have made the FA Cup final. Yeah. Come on, that is it's ridiculous. It's off the scale. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and we'll be talking about that, of course. But before we do that, let's mention our sponsors, uh, who are Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a... F-A-K-A. And, oh, don't forget, you can buy FYP t-shirts via Vector. Go to t-shirtmonster.com forward slash FYP. Uh, we're also sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit JC hyphen is.com I will hey. hey I couldn't remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, is a, that is one bad hangover um chaps yeah Palace are in the FA Cup final I woke up this morning do 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 it's the Norbury Blues I've heard this tune it's very good I literally for five minutes couldn't remember if I was an undercover policeman or not <laughs> That's how hungover I was. Well, did you wake up next to a Greenpeace demonstrator? <laughs> it's a very good legal reference that only you... Oh, uh, niche references. That's even more niche than I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Greenpeace is, is a case of uh, some undercover policemen some years Have ago. Have I done this in the first five minutes of the FA Cup final podcast? Infiltrated Greenpeace and, right. and impregnated inf- and infiltrated some of the Greenpeace activists as oh, well. Oh, of course. <laughs> infiltrated. Yeah, yeah, of course. To use their excuse, tripped over them on the carpet whilst naked. <laughs> and of course they're now taking the... Yeah, so the FA Cup. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. brilliant. Uh, Palace going back to Wembley. Yeah, back to Wembley. Should yeah. I mean the semi-final shouldn't have been at Wembley anyway. Um, for the FA Cup final, uh, it, how do you feel about this? This is this is just weird, isn't it? I'm isn't not, it I weird to think, say? It? I don't think I've fully taken it in yet. To be perfectly I honest, I definitely have not taken it in yet. Just because uh, I'd, I'd forgotten until very late last night that if we win the FA Cup, you get a place in the Europa Cup and. So there are all those bizarre things this, this awful season we're having could turn out to be the best season we've, we've ever had. had. Yeah, yeah. could that be? Yeah, and Pardew's obviously the best. Why he's not England manager already, he's beyond <laughs> it. Was just, it was obvious. It was just odd this morning getting on the train, feeling terrible, obviously. But <laughs> having listened to the radio in the morning and listened to Radio 5 and Radio 4, just seeing Parish talking, they're all talking about and re- referencing 1990, then picking up the Metro on the train this morning and just reading headlines. It's just like... It's so weird that Palace are everywhere, and uh, it's you know it hasn't sunk in. 
Um, also, but, we didn't do it the hard way either, because normally you expect, you think, that's oh, going to be extra time penalties, but we actually were a better team right from the start. We, yeah, we were. Well, Should we never have been one all, let alone, you know. So it was, it was just fantastic. And we scored, well, soft goal, but the first goal was literally a replay of the semi final yeah. goal from 1990, yeah. which Alan Pardew scored, which apparently he's taking credit for, obviously. Of course he's taking yeah. credit for <laughs> it. Told, told the players beforehand they need to. But they had to do that, yeah. Remember yeah. his goal, so like, we can't forget it, but she keeps showing us it on the loop. <laughs> It was an absolutely perfect. It was a perfect performance, wasn't it? Really, it was. Well, well let's be fair. It wasn't that good a game. No, but Palace but played brilliantly. We I thought. did, we, and we did what it, what James in particular asked them to do, which is pick the half from the start yeah. and, and, and just go get on, the, and get on the front foot. And we started on the front foot, and we never really. Yeah. I think Watford never really recovered from it, really, and they were terrified of Zaha, and everyone played really well. But again. One of the many reasons I want Milo Jednak to lift the FA Cup is so he can lift the FA Cup and then walk over to where we're sitting and throw it at us <laughs> and say, oh, I'm going to China, am I? Not good enough for this division, am I? Basically, you want, this, you want me to restart it? Because he was immense yesterday. I mean, there yeah. were a lot of heroes yesterday, but he was, was definitely one of them. Was that his best game for Palace? I think so, yes, in, the con- so. in the circumstances. Of the con- I mean, I know there are still people who are trying to be cynical and say, well, it's cut out for him, that sort of game. But he was, you know, most games in the Premier League are like that, so he was just... Fantastic, and it's that intangible that we've talked about. He just gives us a physical presence on the pitch and mm. and leadership, and it's mm. and he gave there was so much time and space he gave mm. for Kabay yesterday. Most of their attacks seemed to get broken up by him. He was, he was fantastic. I mean, Pardew got it spot on, didn't he, Andy? He got the lineup right, subs were just about right. Everything was kind of perfect. Ben, I say it too much. I might go to his head. Hey, um, he, 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 <laughs> heaven he, forbid, Alan Pardew would have an ego. Heaven for fans. <laughs> Um, no, he did. I mean, you know, much as I mean, we, we've there, there have been a number of fans who have criticised the selection of, of Jednak, even though there haven't been any real credible alternatives to him in, in recent months, and sometimes he's been overly harshly criticised, including by us yeah, on this pod. Yeah. You know, there, there have been fans who, at times, have had a real go about Balassi playing slightly more centrally, which again he did at times yesterday. There have been fans who you know want to see it a very rigid sort of 4-3-3 with the two defined wide men being on their own flank at each time and things not interchanging and not liking that level of fluidity and there are people who you know don't really like us going toe-to-toe with teams in the manner that requires a Jednat being in the centre of the park but all of those things were necessary yesterday Watford play a very direct game it was always going to be the case that you needed to make sure that you won all the aerial balls against Troy Dina who is a good player and showed with his header you know that he's a very good player and Jednak, for the most part, did that. You know, he won just about everything in the air, and he provided that platform to <coughs> allow, uh, uh, enable, sorry, or allow, or put both of them together, uh, allow Kabai just to sort of stroll majestically around yeah. the park, picking off passes. And it's just really, really great performance to watch. I, I can't remember a Palace match that I've enjoyed watching more. And frankly, were it not for us being a little bit wasteful in the final third, and Craig Pawson decided he just didn't want to make a decision of any yeah. form all afternoon. I think it would have been a lot more comfortable. Yeah. I thought Kabai had one of his better games, but, but I thought most of that was down to Jednak. Yeah. Yeah. Kabai knew that Jednak had that area sort, sussed and sorted, and we know what Kabai can do when he's given the time and space to make those passes, and some of his balls out to Wilf and, and Yala were great. But, but you had those two who were on fire, you see. They, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. so of it, so that, yeah. their, their control and their directness <coughs> made Kabai's... Yeah, contribution to it even more. So it was everything yeah. was adding to the sum of its parts. Yeah. All added yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I thought Suarez again. We suspected because the pitch is quite big. Suarez had a really good game yeah. going forward because he didn't have to do much defensively. 
I just want to actually personally take a lot of credit for this for two reasons. Number one, I, I did my customary because I always lose bets. I put twenty quid on Watford yesterday, and also uh, <laughs> I can't uh, believe you did that. Around the fifty-five okay. minute mark, I said, and I quote: "Connor Wickham is having an absolute shocker today. I take him off immediately." Did you really say that? I did say that. He yeah. wasn't having a shocker. Well, there we go. I obviously, did no, the he job. wasn't having a shocker. You, no. you were the only one sober as well. What's the matter with you? Yeah, what game were you watching? <laughs> there we go. Obviously, not the right both, one. Both, both, <laughs> both Connor Wickham's had a really good first half. <laughs> Well, I mean, what I, that's what we paid the money for. I mean, that's the Conor Wickham we were expecting. Yeah. I mean, that. Well, his header was absolutely yeah, was phenomenal for the goal. The, I think the only thing I, I felt with his performance up to the goal was just he was being a little bit bullied by the Watford defence, but I thought Pawson was giving our team absolutely no yeah, protection. Yeah. Wilf was being booted all over the pitch. And I, I, I know it's a little bit churlish to criticise a referee in performance after a day as fantastic as yesterday was, but he offered very little protection to, to Wilf to Kabai and at times to Wickham who has been you know thrown all to, over the place and to be fair, was a bit to, disappointed to be fair to the ref I think I, I think what, the Watford fans would probably say the same thing about us because we could be quite robust in the tackle as well so I think the, the ref had made a decision to let both sides pretty much get on with it yeah but I thought Wickham's mobility was really important and uh, he didn't see much of the ball but he was dragging the centre-backs mm. around and he was bringing the, the full-backs inside as well so to give space to Balassi and It was sort of it was, it was well, the performance it was a performance from that 11 or certainly you know that team I guess it's that 11 minus MacArthur that we'd hoped for all season that we'd thought well, of known but, could but happen was interesting, at some point Listening to Pardew being interviewed he was on the radio as I said earlier he was on the radio and I heard him being interviewed on two or three separate occasions yeah. he was saying this is, the, this is the team I wanted to pick I've only been allowed to eight. play in this team seven or eight times eight. a season So this is the eighth time I've yeah. been able to pick one so, but you know, he was saying this is my first choice eleven, and if wow. I'd have had these the whole season, yeah. we'd be a lot higher on the table so not including MacArthur well, well I think yeah. uh, wow. I'm kind of assuming that it on a normal day, he would put McCarthy in, but mm. I think I think he's. I think Jedo will probably play the rest of the season now. Yeah, yeah. I think he deserves to. I, I think, think that's absolutely. what Pardew's hinting. That there's no point. We we don't need to rush McCarthy back. No. If Jedo's playing like this, and we don't need to fear the last three games, I think that's his point. Like, yeah, but what an option to have off the bench, James oh, McCarthy, yeah, for yeah, the last twenty minutes. No, but, you know, let's not put his his recovery back by six months. By yeah. rushing him when he don't. I mean, obviously, because we, we will need him in Europe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of midweek games. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think, in a way, uh, that uh, the way we play, the way we set up, the way Pardew's saying we're going to uh, try and win games every game this season, that actually, James, we are kind of the perfect cup team, in a way, and that's been proven this well, season. Well, that has been proven, yeah, it's been proven. We, we, we always, Palace have always played better when we're up against it, you know, whether it be a better team or the chips are down, or, you know, we've always been there, and I think almost maybe this bad this bad league run that we've been in just hopefully coming to an end I think that has maybe you go into an FA Cup game and you sort of get, what the hell you know and you just go for it and that's the palace that we all know and love and there's, there's got to be a correlation between the two there has to be it's, it looks like that on a piece of paper and I'm sure it is that as well although I thought yeah. yesterday I, I thought it was a far more measured and mature performance than I've seen from Palace in quite a while. A long actually, time. Yeah, you know, just every time they lost the ball, they were immediately back into shape. Like they were. But you know what it is, Andy? I think it is that they went out full on health leather. They got a goal in within five minutes, and that settled them all. Which down. Which we never do. We settle them all down, yeah. and rather than taking their foot off the pedal, they continue to press and continue to push. Well, I, and I think it was. I think it was a really impressive performance. Yeah. Actually, right. But it's interesting because Pardew was talking a lot about this sports psychologist that he's got in. Uh, it's slightly worried me because he was talking before the Leicester game about we were going to do this, we were going to do that, and we didn't do any of that. And then, but clearly, the, whatever the psychologist did 
or what Pardew did, it seemed to work because right from the start, I thought we were on it in a way that mm. Watford, Watford weren't, and we and we maintained that. This is it's like it's not like we scored the goal and then sat back and settled for the defence. It's like we clearly knew there are more goals in us, as it, and if there probably were three, four, one would have been more of a fair reflection on the actual. Well, there is always that thing that when you <coughs> score, if you score a goal in like the 60th, 70th minute, then you can you can sort of. You can defend for the rest of the game, but yeah. when you, there is that thing, you can sometimes get yeah. a goal too early. And scoring within the first five minutes, like, oh my god, we've got eight five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be hell. That was my initial first thought. Yeah. The next eight five minutes are going to be hell. <laughs> but also, but, I, you I, know, but all, all credit to Pardew, all credit to the team. It wasn't hell. It was psychologically as well. I mean, I know we joke about it, and Pardew has been mentioning it. But Pardew says he spoke to the players at length about how difficult it is to defend near post uh, headers. Flick-ons and how you know, let's see if we can score a goal like my one. And then when it comes off that early, it must kind of give the players a get they go, Oh, actually, it's yeah, it works, it's working, it's yeah. work. that's great. Yeah, yeah, we can do that again because we look dangerous at every set piece we got. And we were just it was just so good to see us being so positive for the whole game, basically. And also, they didn't look nervous <coughs> as well, they, they didn't really look overawed by the I guess a lot of the players were there th- two or three years ago, but yeah, five of them were there, five of them was yeah, five yeah, of them, yeah. but you know, they just. They just seemed to take it all in their stride. They looked very relaxed when they came out. You Yann, know. Yeah, Yannick was there, but he wasn't picked, was he? That mm. he was on the bench. He was on the bench. Didn't get off the bench. He's from, he's from did, Wembley. As did well. I read he somewhere? Is, yeah. Did I read somewhere that on his boots he had yeah. special boots made yeah. with the the journey from his mum's house to, yeah. Wembley. to Wembley? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. yeah. Brilliant. There must be quite a short journey because he hasn't got really big feet, has he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's quite. I think that's the whole point. It's quite. Googled, it's quite close. Mapped it, I imagine. It was Google Maps. Yeah. But also, I think the fans as well, because I think because I know Watford were talking about the fact that they had three or four of their starting eleven were played against us in 2013, and they felt they'd let the fans down and hadn't really turned up on the day, and were beaten by a not particularly good Palace team, and that wouldn't happen again. But they just looked more overall than us from the start. I mean, and it it, it must help the Palace fan. The players coming out to see that orchestrated yeah, the strike thing was fantastic. Yeah. And the, the Watford players must must then go, oh, Christ, they're really up for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah not seeing much coming from the own. So that must. All, we're all good. We seen, we've had a quite. A f- it still feels like we've had quite a few decent Wembley slash Cardiff slash days out. Yeah, fairly recently, isn't it? We're we've we're got, good at it as we're fans. We're we're good at that. Well, we are unbeaten at the New Wembley. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're unbeaten, so yeah. that's it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, we're in Europe. Europe. <laughs> you know, those those little tiny things do. Easy help. Jet, here all, I come. They all add up these little tiny things. Yeah, no, but we do it as fans. We yeah. I don't know. We seem to be able to own yeah, half that stadium. Yeah. If, if the players are going back to a place where they they're used to winning, of course it all helps. It works so, out. Kev, can I ask you a question? I don't normally ask questions yeah. at this point, but I, I know you're quite su- suspicious. Uh, it's not suspicious. I'm um, superstitious. <laughs> I'm, I'm both of them. I'm, yeah, but, I'm weird. I'm superstitious. About what you're asking? Super. What you're going to ask? No, me. I just wanted you know. It's, as, as, well, no, I mean, it's to all of us, but to you directly. It's like. We all did certain things yesterday. We went to certain bars, we went to certain yeah. people. Are we, certain all, are we all going to do the same thing in yes. four weeks' time? No, my betting on the opposition is costing me an absolute <laughs> fortune. You have to do it. Are I did it for Norwich, me? I did I'm it for Arsenal. You, I'm you, are you going to do the same thing? Well, I know, because it's a much later kickoff, so I'm not starting at nine o'clock at Victoria Wellness Bridge again. It's an hour and a half later. An air, well, yeah, but. <laughs> an hour and a half, yeah, it's a lot when yeah. you're in the Weatherspoons, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. So, yeah. But, uh, and I won't be leaving. I other, other pub chains aren't available. I won't be leaving early. This time, if that's what you're asking. asking. No, I wasn't asking that. I was just... just, 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 I think we have to do similar. I'm I'm going to wear the same outfit and go to the same bars. Yeah, but you've only got two hoodies anyway. My missus is going to be absolutely furious. She's got to run a marathon (laughs) on the final day. (laughs) 
but no one else is doing it. Well, Jen, just keep going. Just, just keep, keep going. Me. Keep going. I'm going for it. She'll still get a better time. Yes, she will. She did on Sunday. Yeah, congratulations to Jen, by the way. That's really well and, there, and anyone else that yeah, ran the marathon yes, as well. There was yeah. one lad that tweeted us who ran the marathon yeah. and then literally ran straight to Wembley and watched and watched the well, game. I saw quite a few Palace yeah, fans yeah. on the route and running as well. So well done. Very hard to impress Eddie Izzard, do not it? When he's just done 27. Somebody showed him a tweet yesterday. Someone's run the marathon. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, nice yeah, one. yeah. That, that was the thing Jen did say to me when she saw that I'd been sitting near him. She's like, "Did you tell him about my marathon?" I was yeah, like, no. "He did 27, 27 <laughs> days." Like, I just just don't know how that conversation would have gone. <laughs> Uh, and as you were saying earlier about uh, that when the chips are down Palace are good at yeah. uh, battling the odds yeah. actually yesterday we were actually favourites we were yeah and yeah. everyone in the media was saying it's Palace if Yannick and Wolf turn up it's yeah. Palace it's Palace so have we now actually maybe turned into a team that maybe on cup games can actually kind of rise to the occasion if we are if we are favourites I just think the talking about the, the sports psychology and the psychology and the way that a lot of football is played in players heads and I think it really is these days I think a lot of the the romance of the cut that we all talk about I think it was all there I think the fact that we were after the Man United game made a big difference because it was there it wasn't like oh mm. we, we've got everything. I think we've got Man United there Alan Pardew the whole romance of 26 years and all that I think that, that's, that it was in all the supporters minds so it's bound to be in the players minds I think that was almost like right we've got to do it we've got to do it for those 35,000 people out there we've mm. got to do it for everybody and I think that's what it was it was and so in a sense they were battling against it but yes they're a great cup team because it's Palace love a drama. We all know that. That's that's why we love. That's why we love. We love it. They love a drama, and that and it's this whole thing is a soap opera. It's brilliant. The, psych- it's great the psychology you talk about, though, because I can understand them going, okay, there's not. If we lose today, we're out the cup, or we mm. don't lose three points. But you'd think that's something that's changeable by a half decent manager or psychologist. Yeah. Surely, there's more to it than that. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, because we've we've played decent terms. I mean, that's the one of the reasons we've had we've had a really difficult route. Mm. It's not like the last no. time in 1990 when we no, didn't, we, yeah, we didn't play the first division team until the semi final. Mm. We've had to play good teams and mostly away from home. But I, but I think with the way we've been playing in this cup run is how we were playing in the first half of the season. Yeah, That's how we yeah, were playing. Yeah. We were, you know, yeah. we were we were sat yeah. here at Christmas particularly going, yesterday as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 That yeah. is how yeah. we good played point. in the first half of the season. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It was a great pass performance. It wasn't an unusual one because we've seen yeah. it a lot this season. We just haven't seen it for the last three months. Yeah. So I is it simply down? Is it simply down to injuries then? Because yesterday we had Possibly. our almost first team uh, eleven all fit, and was it simply down to the fact that when we lost some injuries in December, we just couldn't cope with it? Yeah, but we had the injuries in the cup games as well. So how come we were so good oh, no, in the cup? Because then. I just, you know, if we knew, then we'd be managing a Premier League club. Yeah. We wouldn't be sat around a table because in the, 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 <laughs> the luck was running heavily against us at times. And you know, yeah. even yesterday we, we were by far the better team. But we still scraped through by one goal, yeah. and but for you know Guardiola really dragging his shot, you yeah, know they yeah. they can end up getting a really undeserved two-two, <laughs> yeah. can end up scraping it through to penalties and Jamali winning because one hits Hennessy on the back of the head and goes yeah. in off his leaden feet. It, it, oh, it boy, can't, boy, great! He can't go one <laughs> pod, can he? Even in his fantasies, his fantasies. <laughs> surely in your fantasies he should be a good goalkeeper, shouldn't he? But uh, <laughs> the thing is, we, we we've had to, even in this cup run, we've had you know some runs of luck, like in in the. Oh, yeah. In the Southampton yeah, game, top, top away, we run, we uh, we've had up. you know yeah. games where, like yesterday, we weren't unlucky. We, we, we yeah, weren't yeah, we yeah. weren't lucky at all. We deserved to win by yeah, yeah. you know easily and by far. But the luck didn't run against us. Whereas in the league, it, it just has at times. There've yeah. been games where you know, but for Delaney not arching his back by a tiny centimetre yeah, yeah. one way or the other, you get a draw against Leicester and so on and so forth. And and there've been sort of you know v- various rubs of the green that have gone against us in the league that haven't in the cup. Yeah. 
So are we a better team then than our uh, league one in 2016 indicates? Yeah, we've had this discussion before. We we would. Uh, I'm not going to use Andy's favourite phrase, but we probably weren't a fifth. Mine's place a Guinness. Team. We, <laughs> We probably weren't a fifth place team when we were fifth, and we're definitely not a seventeenth place team now. We're, you know, we're as Paul just says, only the eighth time he's been able to pick that team. Our, our, our first team is is a good side. It's just the squad's not strong enough. Yeah, I think that's true. So, I think it's really proven yeah. that you need a squad in the Premier League, and, and hopefully we'll get a couple of positive results in the last two of games. Mm. Finish, yeah, you because know, if, if we there's only what three points between us at eleventh. Yeah, a lot of, I think it's so, very yeah. close. It's quite feasible that we could finish twelfth. 13th when everyone will go actually you look at the say we go that's a good season and they're in the cup final that's a really good season mm. and, I mean the thing that perhaps the last sort of couple of months and, and certainly a few weeks have shown is that if anything the pro- problem is certainly not the quality of the first 11 you want to look at each individual position apart from perhaps goalkeeper yeah. and say well that's in need of an upgrade but you look at a lot of the immediate backup options like Sacco, like Young, Chung Young Lee, yeah. like uh, Much, who just haven't really done it whenever they've been called upon. And you look at the, the United game, apart from Zaha's <laughs> yeah. you know, bursting runs, that looked like a very, very, very poor football team. And that was only with a few sort of changes across various yeah. positions. So, I mean, that, that for me is where the main improvement is going to probably be needed in the summer, just to improve all of those just immediate backup positions. Yeah. So would you guys play weak in teams in the last three league games? No. No. Not at all. I just do want to cut just to be a bit of a renegade. No, I wouldn't do no, Football's all about momentum. Yeah. It's all about momentum, and it's all about keeping keeping your confidence high. Keep your confidence high. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. If we go into that final having won the next three games, well, also you yeah. can't feel yeah. the weaker yeah. team because yeah. a we still need points to stay up. That's true. And I'm not going to say we're going down, but we need points to make us safe technically. Yeah. How many do we need? One, one point, three. Mm, I don't think it's three to be mathematically safe. But yeah. one of those games is against Newcastle, so yeah, yeah. That would. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Newcastle got Villa to play, so don't. Yeah, I don't think Norwich Southern will win any many of those games, but we still got points to play for. And then James is absolutely right. You can't. Thing is, you could get injured tripping over the stairs or yeah. falling over the cats. So you might <laughs> yeah. as well, you might as well play the, your best team. Yeah. And also, as, as I'm sure Steve Parrish reported out to him, you get a hundred grand for each place. You, for, you know, so if, uh, it might not seem a lot in the scheme all of things. Grand, more, it's, more it's, more than than yeah. it's like a million quid. Yeah, more like a billion quid, exactly, I think. So it might not seem a lot in the scheme of things with all the money that's coming in, but it's still a couple of million quid if you finish. And you, like you say, you've got to finish with momentum. You know, if we go to Southampton, we're and we're safe. It'll be a great game. A great we we party, need momentum to lead us into you Europe, you know, to lead us into the <laughs> Shield and all these things. We've got to carry it through over the summer, Because yeah. um, you'd want—I mean, you'd want to see—you'd you'd be delighted for United went into it. As Watford did, we talked about this last week because we've still been on the fringes of the relegation battle. Which our games have still had an intensity, I mean, and Watford knocked off a few weeks ago. As soon as Watford got to forty points. Hmm. They knocked off. They went on the back foot, and they—you can't pick it up again. Even at Wembley, it's really hard if you haven't been, if you've been coasting through games. It's really hard to pick it up, and then plus all the speculation about their manager. So all these things, you know. And the last thing you want is to go into this cup final off the back of three defeats, and people going, "Well, we need to look at the manager." We, going, we, we are going anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, because we're going. It's exciting. Yeah. We're in a cup final. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, the Mickey Mouse tournament we talked about. Yeah, it's rubbish. Season, yeah. Yeah. rubbish. Well, oh, now you come around to my point of view, eh, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. I said I'd be the happiest man alive if you, you wanted, but I still want us to stay up. That's the most important thing. <sighs> 
You're saying it even now? Yeah. Unbelievable. It is crazy though, isn't it? They were actually in the FA Cup final. It's, 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 it sounds beautiful. It's great. It's exciting. It should be. And it's thoroughly deserved from everybody involved in the club. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, yeah. and we'll, we'll have a brilliant and, day out. And know? we will make twice as much noise as the United fans. Of course we are. Yeah, yeah, we'll, just, well, just by sitting yeah. down. We've got, got twice as far to travel. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, can, we, can I have uh, a word then for Connor Wickham? Obviously we mentioned him earlier, but... Scored, Legend scored that that's header. What, that's what that'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Well, that's the end of part one. But that's, um, yeah. Go on. But do you think he? Do you think in the last couple of weeks, or and certainly on Sunday, he's shown that he could actually? Because we, we had a whole season, didn't we, of saying could Wickham do it? Could he not? Injured? Not injured? Could he be that guy up top for us? He, well, he looked. It's not so much the last couple of weeks, but in the, the two games where he scored four goals in two games. Yeah. yeah. He looked then like he could, was capable of scoring goals in the Premier League, and I mean that was a. It was a really old-fashioned goal yesterday. Proper old-fashioned, proper, yeah. 1970s cup final style. Yeah, cross, <laughs> you know, cross. A central defender had no chance. He was got, a, you know, keeper had no chance. Mm. So yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think, as we discussed before, other people will score goals with him in the team as well. So in a way, it sounds a bit odd to say about a striker. His goals will be a bonus. But mm. even if he got 12 goals a season, and other people will score, and that'd be. Better yeah. than we've had from the striker. But he does more than that, doesn't he? He does. He, he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. He can bring yeah, people in. He's, he can do. He can. It's one of his specialties today. He can. He's got all the the attributes. He can, he's a hold up centre forward if you want him to be. Hmm. But he's a proper Andy Carroll type centre forward if you want that as well. And we saw yesterday with Suarez crosses. If we can get some better service into him next year, because yeah. the, the one thing that Wilf still needs to improve is the, the final delivery. Because the rest of his game has been brilliant. And, then there's definitely goals in him, without a doubt. Yeah, a bit more creativity in midfield to feed him as well. With, yeah, you know, and he's young as well. Enders, he's you know he's only 22, 23. Yeah, so. he's a baby. Well, I think we write people off sometimes. They're really great, don't we? When they're, when they're you young. Know, we've, I don't think we've written him off. I don't think any Pals fans have been writing him off, have they? No, not written. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, it feels like maybe he's been a bit, bit of a weight of opposition against. But them, I think he, I think the the way he celebrated yesterday, and that's not just you know obviously anybody would be excited to, to score a, a potentially it was a winning goal. He didn't know that at the time. But a winning goal at Wembley, you're going to be excited. But you know, he's part of the club. You can tell he's part of the fabric of it now, and I think that really that will give him a lot of confidence. Yeah, also, getting the, getting the tube home as well, which is yeah, of course. We yeah. bounced. We were talking about this before we came on air, on air. Listen to me. <laughs> um, before we started recording, and he was, the fact is that well, God, Connor Wickham got the tube home. You think, look, if you'd scored the winning goal in FA Cup final, I'd get the flipping tube home, mate. It's, you know, we tell them how brilliant you are. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, point. not that Fair I wouldn't enough. score a winning goal in the semi-final. I can see it happening. Yeah, well, didn't say which semi-final, but I mean, I could see it happening. Yeah, all right, street. Well, <laughs> and also, can I just say, um, it was great to bump into Steve Coppel yesterday. Yesterday well, just got better and better. <laughs> it was and insane. Better. So we saw Andy <laughs> Johnson at half time just having a beer. Yeah. And then we're coming out afterwards going, oh, great, we're in the FA Cup final. And then you should walk past, but Steve Cobble just thought this is ridiculous. It was insane. Yeah. People completely started seeing Stevie Cobble's red and blue army. He was. He started, off, he started off being a bit like uh, reticent and shy, like, going, oh, I don't want this. And then it, all it took was two seconds in. Endicott's company today. <laughs> <laughs> the word you say bumped into, the word ravaged was the word I heard. Who <laughs> so told you that? The other fish. The other fish was it's hard to stay. It's hard to stay reticent. If you've got, if you got, if you got an enthusiastic Endicott jumping on there, <laughs> reticent is he was a, loving. He was loving it. Come on. Well, he, he was sort of wearing like a, a black a beanie out, hat, yeah. beanie out, like he was trying to get away without being noticed. But yeah, tough. That didn't work. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, right, okay, right. 
Uh, let's end part one there. In part two, we've got a lot of questions from our listeners. Um, so we're going to answer those in part two. So join us in a bit. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan podcast. Hey. Hangovers are getting worse. Pod 178, the uh, FA Cup semi-final celebration pod. That's the number we'll get tattooed on our arm then. Okay. Okay. Um, We are sponsored by Vector Printing (laughs) for your... Surely if we get to win the final, then you'll get that one instead. Don't tell me what to do. We'll get Vector (laughs) printed. Oh, my face. Why would you do that? Anyway. Thank them for all their sponsorship. With a K. Yeah. Speaking of which... I will. Speaking of which... (laughs) You can visit vector.co.uk. Oh, it's going to be a long hour, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, I just want to go all. All right, well, let me get on with it and then we can. Uh, you can visit vector.co.uk. There's Vector with her. Okay, good. And uh, JCIS, global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. I will. Oh. Right, we've got loads of questions from we, our we, listeners. We, 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 will, we will now. <laughs> we will, well done. Uh, loads of questions from our listeners. I won't be able to read them all out, listeners, but thank you for sending them in. I'm going to try and get through as many as I can. The first one is from Tony King. Oh, hi, hi, Tony. Tony. Hi. Tony says, is this now officially a successful season, in brackets, providing we don't go down? Yes. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> um, with, with the very big brackets, yes. <laughs> the, the providing we go, go it's down. It's basically been Alan Pardew in the form of a single football season. Yes. You've had the ridiculous long streak of uh, good but slightly lucky form. You've had the ridiculously long streak of bad but unlucky form. Mm. You've had a very memorable semi-final moment. You've had... Players getting stick for just running around a lot but not adding a lot, i.e. Jadonak. Yeah. And, it, and it's ended with a cup final. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it, it, if it hadn't been such an extraordinary season for most clubs, then this would be one of the biggest stories of the season. But yeah. Because everybody... <laughs> yeah. Pretty Thanks much for let's start upstaging Well, us. no, it's not just that. It's apart from West Brom and Everton. Everyone's had... It's been a remarkable season for most yeah. clubs, really, for good or bad reasons. So yeah. it, we've slightly got under the radar a little bit, but this... We're... we're it's, it's, of course, it'll be a brilliant season, and if we win the FA Cup, but maybe it's the perfect season for us to be having this run because it's a yeah, season you know where loads of weird stuff's happening. Do you know what's been really good? What was really good yesterday about? I meant to say this in the first half about the fans because we've spoke about a couple of times this season that you know in previous seasons everyone's spoke, been speaking about Palace fans, and at the end of the season everyone says we're some of the best fans in the country. Yeah. But I think we'd forgotten that until we reminded the whole country yesterday how good. Palace fans. Well, it was a great bit of commentary, wasn't it, on the yeah. BBC, where yeah. the guy goes, "The stadium is literally, literally shaking," <laughs> <laughs> and it was. You could feel yeah. it on the feet. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. But it wasn't literally shaking. But well, no, it, was it actually good. was that you could feel un- under the feet. They're designed to do that. It's yeah. like earthquakes. So they need to move a little bit, otherwise they just crack. I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to the next question. This is insulting me in my own house. I don't know. You might. I don't why know. Don't like really? Why, why would they? Be, why would they move? Does that work in the Kevin's Day household? Because like, there's it's lots of earthquakes in North West London. Tower blocks are designed to move, aren't they? In yeah. high winds yeah. and earthquakes. You, so you know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Giving them. All right. Well, okay. I I believe in you. Big give and take. The next question is from. Michael Prendergast. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Michael. He says, now with Jedi feeling the force again and MacArthur back from injury, should we be focusing on other areas to recruit in the summer or is midfield still a problem? Good question. I think... I've, uh, I, I would still be surprised if Jednet was a regular start on next season. And I, I do think we need more creativity in midfield. But it's not a priority. But I think... But like, it's needed. <coughs> yeah, unlike a lot of clubs, we'll be trying to unearth 
our own versions of Mares and Conte, I should think. Yeah. Because they've, they've spoken quite clearly. We're a club that likes to let people know when we spent money. So they've spoken a lot about the new scouting network that we've got. Um, so I would I would still expect to see more people coming in next season. I, I, no matter how well Jednak's played, I still don't think Pardew really, really rates him. And I think, think at the moment he's sort of undroppable because he's played so well. But we were saying before the port as well that he's he obviously he played well yesterday, but he offers more, he's sort of a leader. He offers more than just his abilities on the pitch. Yeah, that's true. He's he's kind of leadership talents, but I think there's somebody on uh, else somewhere online today. Jednak is one of those players who needs to play. He gets better and better of every game he plays, and when he's if he misses games, well, like Hennessy's he's one of those players who needs not to play. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. He's done nothing wrong. He's got I know. Yeah, we're, we're, through to, we're through to the cup final, and he still can't resist it. I know. Still ridiculous. So, and we dropped him, and we lost to Old Trafford. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your lovely Julia came in and made yeah. a couple of goals. Yeah. Okay, well, I got, there's another question about another midfielder, and it comes from Chris Humphries. Hi, Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Like Watch many, out. There's a hum- oh man, they're way too old for that reference. I think you did that the last time he yeah, sent I'll a question. Probably do the next time as well. Good, consistent. Look it up. Humphrey was a milk stealing. You explained it last time. Sprite. Yeah, I understand it now because you guys explained it. So you don't look like you understand. You look so confused. <laughs> I sort of remember. That's um, look. That was true. The next question is from Chris. Hum- yeah, I've done a bit. He says, <laughs> "Like many, like many, well, you guys put me off. Like many, I've been a bit ambivalent about Kabay this season. But did that performance alone yesterday?" Justify the transfer fee? Uh, not alone, but it, it indicated what we thought we were getting when we bought him. I think. And I think we had we saw glimpses of it at the beginning of the season, didn't we? Yeah, and it, it shows that I kind of think he's wasted in that sole defensive midfield role that he was playing for a lot of the season. And I think you saw what happened when you've got somebody there to do the legwork and, mm. and free him up a little bit because he's still putting the tackles and the interceptions in. But he was much more free yesterday to do the sort of role that we know he can do and some of his passing was as good as I've seen all season from him yeah. I mean the thing I is the thing yeah. I've always thought about Kabai <coughs> is that essentially he's one of those sort of players who is almost a function of the players that he's got around him in mm. that if he's in a great team he <coughs> look absolutely yeah. phenomenal he's almost like a like very very different player but almost similar to a Xavi you put him and surround him with brilliant players mm. and he'll look even better yeah. if you surround him with Poor players because he's not the sort of guy who's gonna you know raise go, else. go an amazing <laughs> yeah, run like yeah. Will Zaha. He, he's not the sort of t- not the sort of player to raise a poorly performing team or a poor team out of a rut or out of a, you know a sort of depth of ineptitude. But he will if he's in a great team or in a team that's playing great, look absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And that's certainly what he did yesterday. Uh, yeah, he was. Um it was good. It's sort of a, a big. It was a big game performance, James, wasn't it? It was. Well, it was a big game performance from a lot of the players yesterday. Yeah. I think Wilf was outstanding yesterday. Yeah. I thought Blasi did a shift. I thought you know, they were all good. I can't think of anybody. But obviously, anything was rubbish. Yeah. Um, but apart from that. <laughs> Okay, I've got. Uh, well, I've, I've got a question. He wasn't, about him, by the so way. I was just lying. Inspires no confidence, does he? In the back four. No, no. I actually thought he was. He was yeah, absolutely fine. Apart, apart from one cross, one cross in the first half. There was half one that cross in the first half that he sort of flapped yeah. at. But apart from that, I thought he was actually brilliant. Uh, although I do have a question about him, and a question from Dave Cook. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave Cook. He says, uh, without wishing to get Andy on one, in quotes, would Julian have saved Deanie's header? Oh, it's very difficult to answer those questions. Well, I'm I'm resident Hennessy critic in chief. No, I don't think you would actually. It's it's really really close range. Yeah, absolutely fired in. 
I think you, you're going like I, I completely agree with JD that Hennessy got it a little bit wrong on one cross other than that I don't really think you can fault his performance too much yeah. I mean he does <laughs> when he dives for any ball look like he's falling over rather than diving and he still did that yesterday and I've now <laughs> couched it in terms of criticism but to, to, to criticise him for that goal I think would be slightly overly harsh it'd be yeah. very harsh yeah. you'd need to look at the marking yeah. if you're going to criticise anything but so I don't think I th- I think we've probably over criticised Hennessy well, we haven't on this pod. Well, I, 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 I think we just spoken to much about him. I, I, yeah, I, he's become an issue, though. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been. I blamed him for the Arsenal goal, and that was probably unfair. And I think he probably has become more of an issue because I, I think Pardew's perfectly happy with him, from what I can gather. Mm. And I'd be surprised if Hennessy wasn't our first choice keeper next season. <laughs> and uh, but you know, <laughs> we have to remember what Julian was like when he first came. Yeah, and yeah, the more yeah. the more Hennessy plays the more confidence you'll get and the, the back four I mean you know, Dan's been talking about him quite a lot recently they're clearly mm. they're clearly on his side mm. so I, I think he will be out and maybe that relationship between back four and keeper and that kind of confidence doesn't happen overnight maybe it takes a bit yeah, of time for it to happen yeah, yeah. maybe it takes six months yeah. well maybe it does well, I think <coughs> I think it's something, I mean, Stop Julian it. had a great game at Old Trafford but it's very difficult to say will it Different keeper, you know, his yeah. position would have been like so. But well, by all accounts, he prefers Hennessy because of <coughs> the better, the better, better kicking yeah, and, and the distribution. better distribution, yeah. he says. Um, and I, I can understand that to a certain extent. I thought Julian had a terrific game at Old Trafford, but you know, there, there are certain instances where he just doesn't get the distance on his clearances that, that Hennessy yeah. doesn't. It, it seems like an almost sort of retrograde 1950s way of looking at football. The keeper can't kick yeah, it yeah. as far, so I'm going to drop him. But I can understand it to a certain extent. Much as I was delighted to see Sparrowley playing at Old Trafford, it was slightly annoying that it came the week after I said on his pod... He'll never play again. Definitely never see him in a Palace shirt again. Get used to it. That just, that just shows you so much oh, on this That also proves that some, maybe someone's listening at the club. Oh, mm, there you go. I don't think I've got another question about Jedi that I should have done in the last bit, and it's okay. from Jack Pierce. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. He says, um, Where does Jedi rank in your f- list of favourite palace skippers? Mm. Well, that's, that's an interesting question. If you ask that about palace players, he, he probably wouldn't be in the, the top of it. But as a, as a captain, I think he's a really good captain because yeah. he, he's one of those captains you can actually see what he does. Because a lot of times a captain tosses the coin and that's it. and yeah. It's not always obvious, but he's leadership. He's, a leader. he's, he's, he's a leader. probably there, and you can see. So I think that's a good question. I think he's would certainly rank high. He'll, 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 he'll rank very high yeah. if we win the FA yeah. Cup. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah. But I think of what he's done for us already. You know, he's, he's, he's led us out of the championship. He's led us to yeah. a mid-table finish. Yeah, he's been yeah. there for all these yeah. moments. I think he's. I think he's got a, a good shout at being a. Yeah, well, he's He's picked by. Four different managers now, is it? Three? Four? Yeah, yeah four. Four. Yeah. So clearly they all raised. doing something, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you'd still, you'd still say, I mean, when he first joined, he didn't look ready for the Championship, let alone the Premier League. And you'd, you'd still, if you're being totally honest, would probably say he'd be a brilliant Championship player. But he's he's just overperformed, man. He's a good Premier He's a good Premiership player, but he's a really good. He's a good leader. Player. He definitely yeah. embodies the word. Leader. Yeah, absolutely. And beard. The next question comes from Christopher Gillet. Oh, Hello, Christopher. Who I, think we, who I think last time texted in and said it was Gillet or Gillet. Oh, Gillet, wasn't yeah, it? I, can't remember. I, think, I think we worked out it was Chris Gillet rather Chris than Gillet. Christopher I'm, Gillet. I'm going to call him Gillet. He says, uh, Should I keep trying to convince my mate to name his son, born yesterday, Yannick Connor? 
Oh, <laughs> great name. Good name. Yeah. Yes, you should carry on. He says, Definitely. his initial enthusiasm has given way to a perhaps understandable deference to his wife's wishes. But I think I speak for everyone when we say he should name it. Yeah. Well, considering yeah, we didn't have a tattoo when we were told to do, I don't think we've got a right to. But just in terms of uh, what, future relationship, what, you didn't to, get a tattoo. He needs to put his foot down. Just in terms yeah. of the future relationship, you can't go, you know, letting people have the final. Certainly say not about now. It's nineteen fifty-two. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> or he could, do, or he could do what uh, Neil Ruddock did and not tell his wife that he called his baby Pepper. <laughs> What? Rested really? his baby's birth as under the name Pebbles. Pebbles? Yeah, after the Flintstone character, and then didn't tell his wife. His only, he told his wife that he'd called the baby whatever it was, Yvonne. It was only when he applied for school that he had to say, no, it's not, a, it's not actually her name. The real name's <laughs> Pebbles. brilliant. real name's Pebbles. Pebbles. <laughs> Pebbles Ruddock. Amazing. Yannick's a great name, though. That's a really Yannick cool is a name. good name. Yannick's a cool name. It is a cool name, yeah. It's, it's Connor his surname, because if Connor's well, his surname already. Say. Connor's the second name. Second name, I think, probably, yeah. Connor. Yannick Connor's good. Sounds like a film star. Or you could go uh, Yannick, Andy, James, James, Kevin. After his yes, famous, favourite yeah. podcast. Yeah, favourite podcasters, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> and now the people at home won't believe it when I described to them the fact that Chip Daly just went through those names and said, <laughs> Who are those people? James, Kevin, James, Kevin, James and Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Who are those people? And it's just. They're the four horsemen of the apocalypse, <laughs> JV. Yeah, no, it's because he didn't say Jim, so I got confused. Sorry, James. Um, the next question is from Ben Allen. Hi, Hi ben. ben. He says, should the club re-record Glad All Over for the final? <coughs> and if not, will you guys do it? No, we'll do it happily. <laughs> Shall I'm we do it? it? I'm putting it out on 1965 Records. Yeah. <laughs> you could put it out, couldn't I? Digitally. Yeah. You could put it out yeah. digitally. Get all we... of your, you could get all of your bands together, right? Get them to record that as a yeah. special single. Um, Shall we do it? I'm sure to... I do have my seven inch of the 1990... Um, Palace squad kicking around somewhere and just worth some money, though. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Who too? You got it on pink vinyl? No. Was it on pink vinyl? No. What are you on about that? I painted mine pink. You painted it pink, <laughs> did you? You Clubs. weirdo. I've got a UK sub CID on brown vinyl. Apparently that's worth a bit of money. Oh, Clubs don't, don't seem to have done cup songs. It seems to have fallen out of fashion a little bit recently. But Has it? Yeah. No one does it. About the same know. time as tie-dye, frankly. It, yeah. the, people haven't done cup songs for about 20 years now. I love cup oh, songs. I think we should bring them back. Cup songs are great. Well, let's just do one. Okay. Okay. The thing is, these days, you just release it digitally. It's easy to do. Well, can we? if we're going to re-release any song, can we re-release Bring a Pal to the Palace? Yeah, that's good song. Yeah. That's good a song. very good song. Okay, next yeah, question is from... We were singing on the tube yesterday, just the abusement of many Japanese tourists. But that would have been the song when we weren't even... Hang on, that would have been the song when we didn't, in the 70s, weren't even yeah. near a cup final. Yeah. So that was just randomly released well, that's for what, fun. that's what clubs used to do. Yeah. We should bring it back. Fly, um, flying high and bring a pal to, power to the palace. Yeah. And bring a pal to the palace. Good songs. Three songs, yeah. The uh, next question is from Graham Mackay. Hi, Graham. Hi, Graham. He says, where will we put the cup when we win it? Oh, getting ahead of himself. Yeah, we haven't got a trophy cabinet. Do yeah. we have a decent trophy cabinet or will we have to make one? No, we haven't got a trophy cabinet. We have cabinet. got We've got the Zenith Data Systems Cup in it, hasn't it? And the Ken Cup. It's tiny. And we've we'll got just have to get another drawer for it or something. Yeah. Oh, another glass. Yeah, oh. Good point. Good I question. should think they'll put it behind the receptionists. And, and, uh, yeah. Fair enough. There's a glass cabinet there with a kit. But yeah, no, we haven't. We, we have got a trophy cabinet, but it's slightly disappointing when you look at it close up. Yeah. Um, well, I think yeah. there's two parishes uh, swimming trophies in there. Is it even big enough to put the FA Cup in? Well, just make a bigger one. Probably not. It definitely hasn't got a lock on it. It doesn't need a lock at the moment. <laughs> it might do. Had a cup of the I Love Palace mug in it last time I was there. Okay, the next question from <laughs> from Petrus. Hi, Petrus. 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 Says, has Revenge for 1990 been written in the stars? Yes. Since the start of the season? 
No, not since <laughs> since since about six o'clock last night. Yeah, it was, it was funny because the media started. Funny enough, the media picked up more on Everton Watford replay, didn't they? The '84 Cup final than oh, really? Man United Palace. But I thought the Man United Palace would be because of the Alan Pardew connection. As yeah, well, Pardew so much more. Saved well, you saved know, Ferguson, and now they're going to save Van Gaal. Yeah. I mean, it's all there's a lot of parallels there. It would be lovely if if you'd said at the time, in 1990, if you'd said when we were leaving Wembley on that Thursday night of all those arsey Man U fans. If you'd said, don't worry, just get to 2016. If you can manage to stay off the beer long enough, just get to 2016, you'll get your revenge. I'll, and I'll and Alan Pardew will be managing you. Yeah. 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 Are you yeah. what if manager? Yeah. You're having a giggle there. We'll be in the what? Something called the what? The what? <laughs> Premier League. Are you mad? Sky will own everything. What are you what talking are you about? Talking <laughs> about? You're bonkers. Lester will be top. If you had what? If you had said, if somebody had come from the future and said, don't worry, yeah. and then you'd go, all right, it would be fantastic. It would be. It's under normal circumstances. I hate playing Man United anyway, but just just the opportunity to. Oh, it's. But I just, I don't want it, I don't want it to be free all game. I just want it to be free and up after 25 minutes. Of course, yeah. Coast yeah. the rest well, of the game. They'll still yeah. find some way to allow bloody Les Seeley to play and Mark, Mark Hughes to score and somehow. 10 yeah. minutes in time. Okay, next question is from Will Hamilton. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. He Hamilton. says, Will Street make it back for the final? <laughs> Hashtag pray for Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case anybody doesn't know, oh, Andy Street is going to be in Las Vegas when we play Wembley next. Do you know what? This is typical. It's absolutely... I, I knew from well, start... Because we haven't been at Wembley for 20, since 1990, so it's not typical, is it? It's, it's the first <laughs> final <laughs> day I've well. ever been out in the country for. Oh, really? Yeah. So it would be the one that we decide why to make did, it to the did final. You not, why did you not check? Why did you not say it's a FA Cup final? When did you book it? Never book anything Did you not see Cup the form that we're in in January? That was basically... Yeah, well, I, th- I, th- I thought it was safe to you know, assume that we wouldn't make it to the FA Cup final, that we'd be relegated with eight games to go, that it wouldn't matter by then, etc. Et it's really good that you've got the confidence in the team. So when Hennessy saves a penalty in the final, <laughs> in the last minute, even though we're 3-0 up, so it won't matter. I'm you know, fooled by my own argument then. So what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do, Andy? Come on, tell, tell the nation, tell God, the world. Like, soon, surely, with flights, will be prices will be getting expensive. Well, you leave expensive. it like I did. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a long journey to Vegas. Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to come back, aren't I? 26 years in the making. I can't well, not, Vegas, not turn the, up. The thing is, Vegas will always be there. Yeah, It will still be there the day after. Yeah. Exactly. And what happens at Wembley stays at Wembley. Wembley as well. <laughs> <laughs> for about four weeks. Yeah. Have you told Jed that you're coming back? Uh, I mean, the level of incredulity is similar to when I first told her that I was going to Vegas. I went, you know, I said I was going to Vegas. I'm now coming back two days earlier, so I'm going to a football match. <laughs> I thought you were going with her. No, no, he's got a stag do. Stag do. I'm a stag do. Oh fuck that! Of course you come back. Jesus, exactly. I thought, if it was of her, then I'd be. I'd, well, it still come back. <laughs> if it was a stag do. Oh, cry! Of course you come back. I just say don't go. Yeah, not go. It would come back. When, yeah. are you, when are they going over? What day are they going over? Uh, so we go on the Wednesday and I'll be coming back on the Friday night basically uh, that's right. it's plenty of time that's all right. so you've shown your face I get in from uh, flight I think about 11 o'clock in the morning Wednesday on, 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 on Saturday, Saturday, Saturday morning, morning. Yeah, so you won't have had time so to get jet lag you still be on our time yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't sleep just, just go just for sleep. sleep 
Also, it doesn't sound very classy if he's having his stag do in Vegas. Yeah. Why is that? Is, is he a real friend or is he a friend you've met at the bar? I've not even met him. He's one of your lawyer friends. You've never met him. You've never met him. You are joking. I'm joking. He's a lawyer friend, isn't he? But he's, he's, he's not. He thinks he's classy. We've got a Vegas chaps. Is he a, is he a, football, is he a football fan? He's a football fan. He's a Palace fan. He's a Palace fan. You are joking. No, I'm not joking. He can't be a football person if he booked his stag over the FA Cup final weekend. He's a Palace fan. He's a Palace fan. He's a Palace fan. Unbelievable. Right, next question is from John Dodds. Hi, John. Hi, John. He says, John. I really hope he doesn't Dodds. listen to the pod, though, because that would be a, bit of a, a weird way to get notice about the fact that I'm leaving it stand. You've not told him? I've not told him yet. Well, he must know, because you're a Palace fan. Shh, it's a secret. Well, this is going to be awkward. going to break his heart, is it? No. Right, the next question... The next question is John... injunction money to spend as well. I've not done one recently. Shh. Right, so John Dodds says... Was I the only one disappointed by a lack of half-time police dog obstacle course based <laughs> entertainment? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's not just me. There's, been, there's been times in the last couple of weeks when I've mentioned that to people and I just thought they've looked at me so oddly I just thought maybe I was making it up. No, it's true. I'm so glad that you remember. And uh, the palace dog definitely fell off the beam. Hmm. The Liverpool dog did it in record time and the Palace dog went up on the beam, totted along half heart and then fell off. Do we need to get that organised pre-match for the final? You probably do. Sure yeah. That we win. yeah, I think oh, we that's do. That's a marching band or something. Like that. Well done, Dodsey. That's a good tweet. Dodsey also, also says, also, are we in Europe if United finish top four? No. no. So they changed what, that rule basically yeah. when Hull got through and they went kind of <coughs> hole in the Europa yeah. League. You might get the likes of Palace coming through. So now, if, if the... Yeah, it reverts yeah. to the league basically. So you're only getting to Europe if you win the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, right. so if you lose, doesn't matter. You're not no. in, regardless of. No. Yeah. Okay. There but you go. So we do go straight into the group stage as well. Really? Have to qualify. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Palace <laughs> in the group. Okay. Well, we haven't we haven't won it yet. No, let's, let's just get past the little hurdle. No, I think we the should, largest think, club in the world. I think we should uh, laugh in the face the of fate by what, just. Palace? No. I think we should see what fate does instead of doing all the false modesty that we normally do because we don't attempt fate I think we should just laugh in the face of fate and say yeah we're going to win we're going to piss all over United to be honest I'm actually more I know we'll we'll do a proper preview in the week I'm more confident about playing United than I was about Watford Hmm? there's something that's a bit more like yeah I don't know I feel they're a better team now than when we played them earlier in the season at at Southern State I don't know I just Maybe it's maybe it says there's there's nothing to lose. Whereas against Watford, everyone thought we we're going to win. But against United, I think well, I, I just think whatever on the on the day we can we can do it. There's more at stake. Hopefully, there'll be you know if you're clutching at straws because our our league form hasn't been too bad against United. We've deserved more than we've got from them recently. But you would like to think that maybe there'll be some tension and maybe either Van Hal will already know he's not going to be the manager next season or. Mm. He'll be playing Woods trying to win the FA Cup for I thought field, his uh, his interview after the Everton semi-final was extraordinary actually you've just won an FA Cup semi-final and he's very odd and, and even though you know referee and decision may go may, get, may go against you even in matches that you've won very bizarre after you just got to an FA Cup final to dedicate your interview to slagging off the ref I mean yeah. it just indicated to me a guy who knows that he's under massive pressure yeah, and knows that he's about to lose his job and probably feels like he's being undermined by <coughs> ulterior forces and so forth well, and um, yeah. maybe that plays into our hands to a certain extent yeah the players seem to well also it's nonsense at Flores the Watford manager had to go on TV after to say why well, are you talking about my job we, yeah. we, we stayed in the Premier League and we've just been in the semi-final of the FA Cup and Watford, Watford fans all love him they think he's fantastic well, sure they should you would do yeah. again Watford's another of those stories it, it, I didn't think they were hoping they were staying on no. yeah so fair play to they've them. done really well fair play to them are they talking about getting Bielsa in I don't know. Yeah. I think that's what I read, which yeah. be interesting. I'd, I'd rather have a BLT. 
Okay. Next question. Let's is... the football insight you get on this pod. <laughs> uh, next question is from Tom Nichols. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Tom Nichols. He says, I missed the first goal while escorting my young son for a dump. His words. Oh, nice. Should, should we now reenact this ceremonially in the final? Along with other irrational and suspicious acts. Yeah, give them a curry the night before because yeah. we need to win 3 0 here. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we sort of have to. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Th- yeah. But it's got to be the same toilet. Uh, <laughs> same. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about that one. Well, because also, because we were taking Andy to the toilet, weren't we, as well at the time? So. Mm. <laughs> Okay, the next question. I think you should do it. He should. I'd like to point out yeah, how because people I'm are now going to wonder it. if you're actually implying something. <laughs> I was not being taken to the toilet by Kevin. Kevin was running off to the Baftas. <laughs> okay, but yes, but um, as long as it's yeah, that's an interesting one because mm-hmm. yeah. you Good can't question. you can't shout at your son. No, maybe he didn't need the toilet until he shouted at him for missing the goal. But mm. maybe, but yeah, you need to fit make it happen. Yeah, somehow. Uh, the next question is from Grey Jogging Bottoms. Hi, Grey Jogging Bottoms. Hi, Grey. Oh. They say, uh, big dilemma for Palace fans, would you prefer to go to Wembley or Selhurst for the beer festival on 21st of May? Uh, yes, I think the beer festival's been... <laughs> I think it's going to be... Well, first, first of all, obviously Wembley. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to be moved. There's no confirmation, but I think it's going to be... Of course it's going to be moved. moved. What they need to do here is think outside the box. They need to basically hire a car park in Wembley, yeah. move the beer festival there before the FA Cup final, Think of the killing they'd make. Yeah, yeah but just think of all the... Well, yeah. finish the beer festival. If you have a 9 to 11 beer festival... And if you're listening, bro, I'm taking 10% yeah. of that idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they'd already made contingency plans for yeah. the, the beer yeah. festival. Hasn't been announced yet, but I think I'm sure it will be. I'd be, well, it's going to be the worst beer festival ever, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah. Nobody will be there. Yeah, except Julian, because he'll have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last question then for this podcast comes from Gordon Farquhar. Hi, Hi Gordon. Gordon. Hi, Gordon. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great name. He says, we've all heard about the Jamie Vardy movie. Yeah. The, the, the Vardy Jamie movie? Vardy, movie. the movie. Yeah, they're going to make a movie about oh, Vardy and Leicester. And, okay. It's called Chat Shit, Get Banged. <laughs> <laughs> but what would be your pitch for a CPFC 2010 film? It's bizarre, isn't it? It would almost be, if you did pitch it, people would laugh at you and say it's too yeah. improbable. Yeah. You well, cut from the last day of the that last minute at Hillsborough to... To now. Walking out of Wembley, everyone would go, no, that's a bit Roy of the Rovers, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe that, Roy of the Rovers. I'd like to, I would like to do the casting, though, so who would we get to do James Endicott? <laughs> <laughs> Other than Mick Huckner, obviously, would be the obvious yeah. choice. Yeah. Who would we get to do uh, Alan Pardew? Well, he would choose Brad Pitt, I'm guessing. <laughs> Probably, He yeah. would choose somebody... That'd be great to see him. I don't know, it's, it's, we, should, we should just do a whole pod in the summer about... Who would play who in the movie? Yeah. yeah. It'd be a good movie. We'd yeah, obviously, we'd obviously be in it. It'd be a good movie. We know the ending, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, 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 I'd try to know the ending of Titanic, but that made still that well, 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 I haven't watched it yet. We did. I actually worked with somebody who didn't know how the film Titanic ended. Really? Yeah. That is brilliant. Somebody, somebody who was at the time married to a very famous newspaper editor. Really? Yeah. Who generally didn't know how it ended. Who would play Kevin Day? Oh, that's a tricky one. That he needs probably George Clooney. Someone aging, yeah. aging, yeah. but you know, yeah. somebody who wears, the, who wears the grey well. Who would play Andy and Street? Do I think it would probably fall through due to my contract demands. Andy Street would be Eddie Redmayne, I guess. Andy, it's be somebody from the <laughs> Wall Street. 
Oh, yeah. Dante. No, Henry from Wall Street. Yeah. Long ago, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be very easy to pay Jim Daly because you actually get paid to forget your lines. It'll be an easy role, yeah. You just go, hey, you guys confuse me with all your facts. It'll be a, it'll be a show stealing moving, role. Moving buildings, what? what? Okay, actually, I've got one more question. One more question from Gully Ford. Hi, Gully. Hi. Says, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people feel this. I can't even do basic admin tasks right today. <laughs> Anyone else have the same problem? I'm yeah, sure there's a lot of listeners feeling really that. It's really hard today. Judging by social media today, a lot of people took the day off work. Yeah. And probably quite rightly. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Well, if you did go to work, Palace fans, then... You did your radio show, then, didn't you? Did you radio show. The first song I played, yeah, played was Global Over. Yeah. Good man. Well That's done. Awesome. Well, if you did go to work, Palace fans, we, we, we were with you in spirit. Well done for getting through the day. Uh, I say we were. I, yeah, I wasn't because I didn't really have a job. But um, the rest of you were. Yeah, but uh, yeah. you did say something on Twitter this morning that you wish you hadn't booked the appointment this morning with your personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was that was a mistake. Yeah, no, but was he it went a easy joke? Was it a joke? No, that's true. Yeah. So you actually have you don't have a job. Therefore, you're not earning money. He's basically you one have of those a personal trainer. Valley girls from California. I do have I do have a job. I I I some I do have a personal trainer. So yeah. He's very, so he's cheap. He does cheaply well, off me. How cheap he is? He's still a personal trainer. He's very, he's good. Do you have a cook as well? Hey? Do you have a cook as well? Like yes, a, he's a valet. A valet? Valet? No. No. But. He's got to think about that, doesn't he? Yeah. Is that the same as Butler? <laughs> yeah, because well, I've got, got Butler. butler yeah. <laughs> uh, he right. He I don't know about Butler. I would love to have a butler. I'd love to have a butler. Yeah, that's the only reason I'd like to have a butler. Just so I could save you every day. I eat a butler. Stop saying cultural references I don't understand. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, you butler. Right, that's the end of part two. Thank you very much for your questions. Listeners, in part three, we're going to do a very brief in this week. Hurry up! So, join us in a bit. Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan podcast. Oh, <laughs> Come on, lads. We're in a, yeah, 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 yeah. We're in a cup final. We're in a cup final. I know we're in a cup final. Are we still doing this? Is this yes. Still? Yes. People still listening? I, I assume so. And we're sponsored by Vector Printing. We're printing embroidery needs. Well. That's the annoying thing. Can they embroider me a black and white striped sh- t shirt for the final? Black and oh, white? Black and yellow shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, right. That's, that's, and their website is... If somebody uh, from the club are listening, before you mentioned Vector with a K, blah, 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 yeah, I will. <laughs> right, that's that all done. That's, yeah. Can, if anybody from the club is listening, please don't don't bring out a special kit. I'm sure we'll wear next year's kit, fine, wear that, and have a kit with no. the FA Cup, but don't bring out a special... Nothing needs to change. This needs to be this year's kit. It's all normal. They, no, they did that in the last cup final. As soon as that yellow and black kit Because it was, it, was, it, was, it was the sponsors that changed it last yeah. cup final because it just said Floyd Virgin and then the final kit came out it said Floyd Virgin 2 LA. All we need yeah, is yeah, a song. And, and all the money we all spent on our... All we yeah. need is Alan Gunn to ref the final yeah. and give a free kick outside the area even yeah. though it was a penalty. Okay, right, we're going to round off this week's pod with a quick in this week. Um, I've looked back through the book and I've tried to find something from 1990, but um, apparently nothing happened in 1990 in this week. I can't find anything. Uh, so instead I'm going to go to 1992. Oh, which isn't far away. Who scored their 17th and last league goal of the season? 17th and last league Clinton Morrison? 1992. 1992. Oh, it's late, I've got a hangover. <laughs> 
Well, he's 45 now, Clinton Morris. He would have been about 12 then. He's 45. He's really old. He's not Mark 45. He's in his 40s. He's in his he? late 30s. The correct answer is Mark Bryant. Mark Bryant. Mark Bryant. Bryant. I say Mark Bryant. Mark Bryant. He 17 goals that season. Apparently so. And that was 1992. Uh, his haul apparently was the second highest tally for a Palace player in the top flight who who at the time uh, that can't be right there's two ahead of him I think I think there's two ahead I of him I do like it when you live edit books on the pod <laughs> Clint Morris is no one of them was at the playoff final uh, one of them was at the game yesterday Andy Johnson correct Andy Johnson 21 2005 and then there's another player who isn't mentioned here but definitely scored the most goals for us in, the, in the Premier League oh, oh. Premier League uh, oh, oh but maybe not in one yeah. oh. who are you thinking of Chris oh. Armstrong Oh, oh look. Uh, he would have got that many, wouldn't he? No, no. he's never got that many in one no. season. Okay. He scored good goals, he didn't score many goals. He definitely scored loads for us in one season. Nah. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Right. It's petering out a bit this pod, isn't it? It is it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the hangovers. Pick it up, guys, let's pick it up. The hangovers are kicking in a little bit. Come on, okay, all right. I'm going to go back to 1969. Ooh. A big year for Crystal Palace. It was. Monday, the 28th of April, mm-hmm. uh, Palace took to the field for their last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Blackburn away? Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? It was, I was about to say it wasn't the Fulham game. No, no. So what Blackburn game was it? Away. Blackburn away. Well done. And um, Most people with a rudimentary grasp of their club's history would know the last game of the season in which they got promoted for the first time to the old first division, wouldn't they? <laughs> okay, well, in that case. Well, well in that started case, in 1992, as far yeah, as I'm concerned. So in that, in that case, what was, what was the score? Uh, we lost, didn't we? Nope. We drew, didn't we? Nope. We won 1-0, <laughs> we we didn't we? No. 2-0. Two two nil. Nil. We won 2-1. No. Correct, 2-1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who got sent off for Palace? Uh, Steve Kemmer. No. Oh, crikey. This could take a while. <laughs> could be a while, yeah. John, Ma- John McCormack. John McCormack, he's always getting sent off, John McCormack. He, he punched... To, in those days, you had to work hard to get sent off. He punched well. Frank, uh, Frank Coppel out and knocked him out. Yeah. Wow. So, there you go. Who were champions that year? Uh, Derby. Correct, yeah. Well done. Yeah, just don't ask me anything after 1977. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not all music. You don't get people like punch each other properly on football pitches these days. No, you? not even handbags these days. No. It's just, no. just like sort of front up, do that sort of thing with the chest out and then... Yeah. Whoa. And then you get commentators lying saying the fans don't want to see this sort of thing. It's like, we do. That's specifically why we came. Yeah, it's like Newcastle fans are still talking about the day two of their players fought, punched each other. Punched a horse. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Right, that's the end of part three. In part four, we'll be previewing this weekend's game away at Newcastle United, ooh, ooh, ooh. the Pardew Derby. That discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no extra then? No, no extra this week. We're going to keep it nice and nice and nice short. And oh. People have got hangovers, so they don't want to listen to it too much. So so they keep it all compact. Yeah, keep it easy. Have, you're not keeping it compact, you're making it longer. Yeah, but so we're making the them less work for them to do, though. Yeah, but they won't have a hangover by Thursday, will they? Well, they might. It was, I don't know. Well, go out yes. You guys win. probably will. Yeah, the yeah, fish, yeah, fish will, I can tell you that. The fish will, really. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, join us after the break in part four. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's 5 Plan podcast. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. The hangovers are kicking in. Uh, part four, where we'll be previewing the Newcastle game. We're sponsored by Vector Printing. For your printing embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector Weather. Okay. And JCS, Global Research and Brankers, from Sussex and Lombard. JCS, I will. I will. Very good. I will. Good. <laughs> okay, so uh, we did speak uh, 
we touched on the Newcastle game in the previous pod this week, pod 178, um, because we've got three games left. And it's quite a big one, this one, because it's away at Newcastle. It's, it's a, a point or a win for us would secure us, but it's big for them as well. Um, it's big for Pardew, no doubt. Yeah. Well, it is very big for Alan Pardew indeed. But how do you think Palace should go into it? Should they be playing a weekend team? No, no. I don't know. I, I, I don't know where you get this idea that we should yeah. be. Why? Just because people, are, cup people final. are asking it. People are talking about it. I generally it. don't understand Ooh. why people are asking this. It's, it's four weeks to the cup final. Anything could happen. The professional football. We need. We should go into it with the same impetus that we started the game on. Uh, Sunday. Well, we're at a time of the season where you're not talking about sort of fixture pilot now. Like we've got through the period where we were having, yeah. you know, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Like we're now through that. They get one game a week. Yeah. And there's no substitute. I, there was a really good article actually recently in in the Guardian by Sean Ingle about momentum and how it's sometimes overstated by fans because they sort of see things and remember certain <coughs> things yeah. more when it's it's had an effect rather than the times where it's been a bit negligible. And the sort of basic premise of the article is it's 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 mainly down to sort of the underlying strength of your team. But ultimately you want your players to be sharp, you want them no. to be fit, you want them to have, you know, a fair amount of match practice. What's the point of going to Jason Punch and oh you've now got back in the team, yep. you're now fit again, you're starting to play well again. I'm don't gonna, play. I'm gonna rest you for three <laughs> weeks so you don't actually get any exposure <laughs> yeah. to playing football at the top level, so yeah. you're not ready for the FA Cup final. And also, as we proved at Old Trafford, we aren't good enough to go into games with weakened teams and we still need the points and Newcastle for all their slight upturn in form recently will be really nervous and again what's good is that we go into this game like Norwich Newcastle will be expecting to they'll be targeting six points from Aston Villa they'll be expecting to win that game our away form is still relatively good so it's, of course we can get a point or win up there so we should be going up there looking to win the game and Pardew will be doing it Pardew will be desperate for us to to win up there well, we're now unbeaten in five Man United Man United yeah. Oh, yeah, so oh yeah so apart so we're literally not unbeaten not, in one yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not really counting the Man U game because with our first team we were on a pretty useful run of form yeah. Yeah. yeah but they will they will certainly be expecting to win that game mm. but they still they still don't score a lot yeah, yeah but they're, they're, they're going to be desperate to win that game which cool. I think plays I'm, into our hands yeah, I agree absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they lose are they down they're not down, no. Not down. They're, they're, I mean, it's very tight between those three. Right. But, uh, but they've got they've got the most difficult last. I mean, they've got us and Villa. But Spurs have won last day of Spurs season. last day of the season, but it looks like Spurs might have nothing to play for. But it still be difficult. But they, you know, they 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 all need to be positive against us. Yeah. They need the points a lot more than we do, and they need to come at us. And we need to have players that can get in and hit them behind because, you know, if we go a goal up early on, they're going to really. Really get nervous, so we should know. Of course, we should be sure I think the whole thing you just need to have competitive games leading up to the cup yeah. final. It's it, of course, it's all about the cup final, and it's yes, it's about staying up as well. But we just need these competitive games, we need yeah, to keep that level up, that level of you know, yeah, concentration. Yeah, and if we beat Newcastle, and the result, yeah, fine. If you want to field a weekend team against Southampton, for them, say fine, but I wouldn't want it to happen against you know, the last home game against Stoke. We want to go out on a Mm. A big farewell. I hope the same at Southampton. It would be a fantastic party at Southampton if we stayed up. Well. A lap of honour at Newcastle yeah. if we're not mathematically well, safe. Yeah, that's a really good idea. <laughs> but Newcastle have definitely improved, but they're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're where they are for a reason. They haven't climbed out of the bottom three since he took over. They're much more well, they good, much more well organised. They had a good comeback against Liverpool, didn't they? They did. Yeah, but, but even that was down to Mignolet basically yeah. having one of his Mignolet type moments where he just decided that he was going to. 
and wrapped them sort of one goal yeah, and then they got a very very lucky second deflected yeah, one they weren't yeah, that good in that match no, they, they were completely overall in the first in, in half in the first half they were totally outplayed and that was by a Liverpool team again Liverpool rested a couple of players in the second second half and it's really hard to, to get the momentum back in, the, in in a game even let alone in a, in a season so we should go up there with our away form if we can get a point at Arsenal we can get a point at Newcastle do you think Newcastle were too big to go down? No, no one's too no. big to go down. That's a villa no. too big That's to go villa. down. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's just, it's just... a silly thing to say. Well, I'm tired. Um, yeah, it's, no, so it's, we all it, are. It, it, it proves that no club should ever think they're too big to go because Aston Villa, this is where you know sometimes we should... You, you get frustrated. Every club gets frustrated sometimes with what their management does and sometimes you get frustrated because you know, Steve Parrish can focus on things like moving the player of the year to the West End and then you can argue about that as much as you want but you know we should re- realise how lucky we are with the management that we got because Villa didn't go down because of a year of mismanagement they went down because of five, six seasons same with Sunderland they've been mismanaged for five, six seasons Newcastle been mismanaged from, they've been badly led and they've been let down by the by the people that run the clubs well, they've been a yeah. blueprint basically of how you badly run yeah. a team particularly like this season as well but when you know they, they bring in McLaren, a guy who's had a, a recent track record of failure, basically, yeah, yeah. and then they get to the, the January transfer window. They don't bolster the sort of spine of the team, like the stuff that you really need to stay up. They're like, right, let's go and buy some sort yeah. of glory signings. Well, not, although they signed a player that we wanted, not in Shelby. Well, yeah, yeah he, he may well have improved our team, but he wasn't what Newcastle wasn't perhaps needed at, at that particular but he was moment. A name, but also, Shelby's not playing. Is he not? No, he's been dropped. He hasn't played the last two games because Benitez doesn't fancy him. And he's, even his own one of his own players said he's the worst trainer at the club. Wow. So Shelby was a player that you, wow. don't, you don't bring in. Well, you saw the Swansea vice chairman said, good luck, good riddance, good luck. Really? Good, yeah, good luck with him. We, we were saying on, the, on this know. very pod a few months ago, yeah. we, we'd love him in yeah. our midfield. Right. He's, he's not playing. Wow. Uh, and the fact is that our owners, you know, mistakes will be made because they're still relatively new. But you, you look at the difference in attitude and... What they want from the club, and you know, Ashley's a man who will happily see that club run in the grounds. He doesn't like Newcastle fans because hmm. he doesn't like the way they treat him. So, and it's it's wrong. And Villa's just been it's just awful. And Sunderland the same. And Sunderland will be flirting relegation next year if they stay up because they just make mistake after mistake. They put that woman in charge. Margaret Weir had no experience of being a chief executive, who gladly let Adam Johnson wander around the club, even though she knew he was a he was going to be convicted. So, there's all sorts of things that have gone on, and so. Does does you know what happens there and and when Newcastle run and Villa run and then we've seen Charlton recently have obviously got oh, very bad owners. Yeah, does it actually put into perspective? I know people get annoyed at the current board at Palace. Does it? Yeah, pretty much just what I said. Yeah, I it's pretty much. I thought he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it does put into perspective. Yes, we yeah. have got good owners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well summed up. That's <laughs> yeah. the honour. <laughs> <laughs> the Charlton fans as well. Even I feel sorry for Charlton fans because they've been. Mm, no, no, I don't that's actually. Been, no. You don't. No. Oh, they haven't brought that on themselves. I mean, Unless you're at the Valley in 2005. I don't want to talk oh, about it. Oh, fair point. Right. It fair was point, it was least. just the worst Palace day out that I've ever yeah. experienced, and the braying mentality that their fans had off that match. I I, I, I would gladly see them go down three more divisions. <laughs> wow. And, and, then, and then three more. No, that's different. That's different. Yeah. I, want, I want to see them relegated, but you don't want to see any, any football club being run the way. No. Oh, no, because he, no, he, he's now sustaining yeah. them at a level where they will yeah. go down three divisions. So I right. think it's absolutely oh, yeah, I don't mind. I'm, I'm happy for them to be relegated. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong, but just that's not. 
Perhaps you'd like to sum that up. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, no. In many ways, it shows that um, Charlton <laughs> have been relegated yeah. and that we haven't. So no, I wouldn't. I, I want to see Charlton go down, but I would never want to see, see any club, regardless whether their rivals or not, go bust or be running that badly. Speaking of our inferiors, isn't it great that even in this one season where Brighton are having a phenomenal season, we still managed to upstage yep. them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, if they get to the playoff, when would that be? Will that be after the cup final? Oh, I, I think it's the week after, isn't is it? it? Yeah, I think it's the week. It'll, it'll be it's it's the bank holiday weekend. Oh, I think. I think so. I think it's the week after the cup final. End of May normally, isn't it? Yeah, because okay. it isn't that weekend because there's the, it's the the some of the cup the some of the cup final. Oh, right. oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, who's in that? Oh. It's the one the non yeah. the non league cup. Whatever it's called. So oh, the yeah. Now that we've got the FA Cup final to look forward to, have we? Have Whoa, we? Was that? Really? When did that? Really? How about that? Days ago. That's days ago. That pod. Is it? Uh, I mean, it might just be the hangovers, but is it hard to kind of get interested in the final few games of the no. league? No, 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 not, no, not, not at all. It won't become the weekend. Well, we're safe, so you know. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, it will not be hard at all. Oh, it'd be hard when I'm watching on a stream, but when the, no, I'm looking forward to the Stoke game. Because the Stoke game will be. Regardless, the, I mean, it's going to be a real welcome home to the heroes. The Stoke game, and hopefully by then we'll be safe. Yeah, and it'll be, you know because everyone's going to be the atmosphere is going to be fantastic. Hmm. And you, you know the picture when they announce, please welcome this year's FA Cup finalists. You know, so can we find some sort of irregularity with our match against Man City earlier in the season so we can have them just before we play Man United in the final again? Oh, like exactly. I, think, I think that's what we need. The yeah, FA, they I'm, they I'm sure they can they find a They paraded, yeah, they paraded around a banner, they didn't paraded, they? Yeah, for younger fans, Man City fans jumped on the pitch, everyone yeah. thought it was a bit old, but they paraded a banner around saying good luck against the scum next week. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. And it was in the era when Man City fans used to bring like blow-up bananas no, was, and, yeah. and like all sorts of blow-up things and there was just these thunder flying on. No, it took any notice, notice the guy. I think it was like two all. Was just, it one all two? They just walked around, yeah, they just walked around the whole pitch and yeah. applauded. So that's why Palace great. and Man City fans always had quite a good, hmm. good relationship, good rapport. Okay, uh, the Newcastle game. Um, what team would you like to see Palace play? The team that started the cup final. Yeah. So I, was, I, was say, I don't team. know how many more times we can impress this upon you. You can ask the same question. Oh, no, that's the first time I asked it. No, no it's it's it should be. Well, you asked it a different version of it. Well, that's probably a good host. Um, I'd probably pick MacArthur out of Jednak, actually. Interesting. They're, Why? They're, because they're a little bit of a. An, they're, they're, Newcastle are just one that they don't move much. Right. So the more mobility you have in central midfield against them, I think the better. Like I don't think they're particularly physically imposing where you need a Jednak in the middle to really boss the show. They're, there's not a great deal to their team. And I think if you if you get the busyness of MacArthur in there, given his technical ability as well, and him next to Kabai, I'd, I'd probably start with him, to be honest. Which is... Obviously, what you do after someone's just had a man match performance in a cup semi final, you drop him. The, the, the trouble with McCarthy as well is he's not the sort of player you would bring on for twenty minutes, really, unless you you've got an injury because he's not. A, he's you know, really he, an impact player. He, no, but he needs to start. But I suspect he won't start until we've got the, the points that we need. I mean, it's an interesting one whether in the cup final, for example, despite everything we said about Jednak whether he would pick McCarthy ahead of Jednak, I suspect he probably would. But I think he would, especially against yeah. you know United have a yeah. fair. Well, I suppose it depends really. It depends whether Fellaini is fit and mm. likely to start. If he is, then I think he it's starts Jednak yeah, every day yeah, of the yeah. week. If, if Fellaini's picked up a knock yeah. such that he's definitely not going to start, I think given the mobility they have in some of their players, like, you know, yeah. like Herrera, yeah. um, 
you know, even Carrick, who you need to get close to to stop influencing the play, that they've got enough people who can hurt you that it wouldn't be such an issue. So I, I think, and, and perhaps that goes to, to the key point with Jednak. You know, you play him against certain opposition. You don't necessarily play him all the time. Yeah, well, but against I, those certain opposition, he can still be fantastic. Because I think, I think Newcastle or Stoke are exactly the sort of opposition you should play Jednak. So I wouldn't pick McCarthy on Saturday. I think. In a, it's going to be a real muck and bullets sort of game on mm. on Saturday. It's not a lot of football will be played by either team, and I think in those circumstances, that's what you want, Jednak. And then, again, it comes back to that word we keep using about him: leadership. And it's like something you don't really get from other players. You certainly don't get it as visibly as you get it from Jednak. So I'd be surprised if he didn't start with the team that started on mm. on Saturday. And that's, and that's what you'd want. And because mm. really, you just unleash Sahara and Balassi and punching on their on their back four. With the mobility of Wickham as well, I think we. Uh, I that's what I'd hope to do, and I think as well. I think Pardew seems to realise that you know this is his full strength team. And that's the team that should be playing. Uh, so in hindsight, when he played the uh, weekend team against United with the quote unquote injuries to some of our first team players, that was actually the spot on thing to do, wasn't it? I don't know. It's weird. I still don't know why he had to pretend. I don't because Watford were quite open about the fact they were resting, resting players. I, I don't know why Pardew felt the need to. To tell that lie, really, because what it which is what it was. Well, Maybe it leaves him open in case someone has a, an absolute storm in that match to then start him. Because you know, if, if you sort of put yourself on the front foot in terms of saying, "Well, no, these players are definitely not starting their fake," I find you look a bit stupid when. And if there's one thing that Pardew probably doesn't like, it's to you yeah. know, look publicly stupid. But it, I suppose, allowed him to sort of hedge his bets a little bit. You know, if, if he starts at a bio or yeah. in Saka in that match, they end up playing phenomenally. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they start yeah. at Wembley. I mean, ultimately, no one ended up picking up their game in that match other than Zaha, really, and he ended up yeah. then starting the next match. And the only other person he played well was Spironi, and I think it was fairly obvious yeah. that it would have been the wrong decision given Hennessy has picked up a bit in recent weeks to then go and drop him. So, um, well, we did we did mention, or I did, and I, I said last week I wouldn't have been surprised to see anybody all start at Wembley because mm. I just had this hunch that that's how Pardew was, was thinking, but luckily... Luckily, you were wrong. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, and Wickham played very well. Okay, uh, prediction then for Saturday. Also, goes. We'll get better, don't forget, Wickham's going to get stick from the start from the Newcastle fans. Yeah. Yeah. Given his background, so he'll be up for that as well, I imagine. Yeah. Prediction. 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 I um, think Palace will win 2 1. I think Palace will win 1 0. Connor Wickham will score. I think I might put a bet on Newcastle. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think we should have, should have enough in our locker to. to beat Newcastle I'm going to go with 1-0 Palace wow ok uh, what about I, you? I think it's going to be 1-0 one all. One all. oh really 2 yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be a close game scowled again you got it. <laughs> I'm tired right thank you very much for listening to this podcast listeners uh, we'll be back with you next week enjoy your weekend everyone yeah, enjoy your weekend, weekend everyone. we'll be back with you after the Newcastle game thanks for listening goodbye ta Podcast Network.